0: what's up everybody? It's your boy Joshua Edwards live from live from my very own sunroom. This is season 3, episode 46 of Joshua's proximity. Man, we are a couple of days away until my birthday. Um actually 7 a week from today will be my 27th birthday, man. So I just want to give you guys just a nice little round of applause, my faithful viewers, listeners, streamers, whatever you want to call yourselves. Man, we appreciate you guys. We're growing um and it's only up from here man so without further ado let's go ahead and jump right into it one of the most important things that i believe we can take from sports is it is a competitive world out there um especially if you're in a competitive field whether that's the stock market whether you're in business whether you're in um you know whatever you want to think of if you're a gas station, a a food market, a food business, hairstylist. It is a competitive environment in the real world. And one of the most important things that I think we and our children can instill and take from sports is the competitiveness and what it's like to compete week in and week out. It does not matter in the National Football League if you're undefeated. It does not matter in the National Basketball Association if you're undefeated. Boxing, it does not matter if you are undefeated going into your next fight or going into your next game or competition. Whatever the case is, it does not matter. It is all about what have you done for me lately and if you can produce on that given week, given day at any moment. And... Last night, let's talk about last night. Last night, the Philadelphia Eagles played the Washington Commanders in a Monday night football game. Um, the Commanders won 32-21 to 21 or 27, I believe, 21. Yeah, they had that last touchdown at the end. 32-21, to 21, and I've been stating all year that the, the Eagles are not like that. When you look at who they have played from the previous eight weeks, There is no competition level, man. I mean, yeah, you want to give certain teams their certain due. But what exactly is Philadelphia? We all know the stars that they have on defense. We know the stars that they have on offense. But what about when they face some real competition? What about when they face somebody who's hungry? These next couple of weeks, they're going to run into a running Game saw. They're going to run into the Indianapolis Colts, who just put up over 100-plus yards against the Las Vegas Raiders. They're going to run into the Tennessee Titans with that two-head, not the two-headed monster, but with the king back in the backfield. They're going to run into Green Bay with that two-headed monster and Aaron Jones and, gosh, what's the other guy's name, A.J. Dillon. They're going to run into the Giants with Saquon Barkley and Daniel Jones running the football. So what exactly is going to be done when it's time for this team to step up and stop the running game? We all know Philadelphia is a a good, solid football team. Do I believe that they're the best team in the National Football League? No. They was number one on my last week's hierarchy, but they've dropped pretty significantly just based off of this last game. When you look at the team, they have a lot of holes. Yes, they're missing Jordan Davis in the middle of the uh, defensive line, but they cannot stop the running game. Terry McLaurin was open all day, every day. The thing that I don't like about the Philadelphia Eagles is from time to time, they, they, they go in zone or they put their safeties in bad positions they their guarding, uh, quote-unquote, number one receiver or the slot receiver that has all of the free range in the world. Now, now, don't get me wrong. They have some great out, outside talent in Darius Slay and great outside talent in uh, James Bradbury, but the middle of the field is always open. They're linebackers. They, There's a lot of dig routes that can be hit behind them. There's a lot of uh, quick in routes, slants, post. A lot of stuff can be had in the middle of the field. And let's not even get talking about the running game. A guy that just got shot five, four weeks ago is out there toting the ball and Brian Robinson, Antonio Gibson. This team, it's all about competition, man. What are you going to do? There's a lot of things that get hidden when you're winning football games, but a lot of things get exposed once you're losing. And the Philadelphia Eagles have been exposed. Since we're talking about teams being exposed, it would be wrong for me not to keep the same energy. On every platform or not keeping the same energy when it comes to different quarterbacks This guy is a guy that I believed was the MVP front runner. I did believe that that team was the best team in the National Football League I still think if you just peel the layers back there Top two, top three team in all of football still to this day But what the hell is going on with Josh Allen? The last two games, he has one and touchdown, four interceptions. Three of them have came in the red zone. Now, in the red zone, nothing is obviously guaranteed, but you can almost, quote-unquote, guarantee when you're inside of the 20-yard line, the least that you're going to walk away with is three points. Um, this right here, three red zone interceptions, is negligence on Josh Allen, um, it's bad play calling Last week they should have just took the three Against the Minnesota Vikings When they was in the red zone Going forward on fourth and two You're already up big Let's just go ahead and take the points And just extend the lead When you look at sometimes Offensive coordinators They get too too much in, into their own brain man. The, the Buffalo Bills were up Huge Against the Minnesota Vikings 27-10 at one point And From the third quarter with one minute and 54 seconds left, they only mustered up three more points. In fourth quarter and overtime, the Buffalo Bills should be ashamed of themselves. Josh Allen gagged this game away. Josh Allen, for his career, is 0-4 in overtime. At some point, man, this is why some guys just don't have you on the MVP race. At some point, Josh Allen, this is why some guys just do not take you seriously. At some point, you have to, you've already separated yourself from the rest of the quarterbacks, but let's start taking that Patrick Mahomes step. Let's start making yourself a championship quarterback. The way that you're playing right now is not championship football. You said it last week against the New York Jets that you will be better. And you turn around this week and you cost yourselves two terrible interceptions. The first one on fourth and two, okay, I understand. Uh, You're in the red zone. You're not kicking a field goal. You're just trying to make a play. I can live with that. The second one in overtime, you're late throwing the ball to Gabe Davis. That's the first thing. And then secondly, you just forced it. I mean, you're way too late. You clutched it. Pastor Peterson, if he gets his hands on the ball, majority of times it's going to be an interception. But the Buffalo Bills have lost these last two games all on Josh Allen. Uh, He missed a couple throws when he played Miami down there. Right now they are the third team in the AFC East. They dropped all the way from number one in the AFC to number six just off of this loss, man. The Buffalo Bills need to find themselves and they need to find themselves fast. They're still in the race for the number one seed in the AFC. They're still in the race for the for winning their own division. But at the end of the day, Josh Allen, you have got to be better. This was the game of the year, and you gave it away late based off of terrible quarterback play down the stretch. That's just what it comes down to. In the National Football League, it's about two things. One, coaching matters. That's why the Minnesota Vikings are now winning these close games. That's why the New York Jets are the way that they are. The New York Giants are the way that they are. Coaching and quarterback play is what makes your team that team. And right now, Josh Allen is not playing up to the standard that we have set for him, to the standard that that we expect for him, and the standard of his own self. So right now, Josh Allen, Buffalo Bills, You have got to get it together, but obviously the season isn't over just yet. I just want to change topics just a little bit. Uh, Let me give you a little update on my fantasy football outlook right now. I'm 7-3 in one league, 6-4 in another league, and I'm 4-6 in another league. Uh, The two leagues that I'm currently over 500 is a money league. The other one is a church league, but there is a prize. I can still make a run late. We are looking to win all three leagues this season. Um, let's go ahead and talk about the schedule for this upcoming week. I'm gonna, I'm gonna reveal my top ten. Top ten after my predictions heading into this week. So, without further ado, let's go ahead and jump right into it. Thursday night football game: Titans versus the Packers in Green Bay. Let me get woo. Going to Tennessee, man. I believe they're just well, well, better coach and everything. Bears versus Falcons in Atlanta, give me the Bears. Eagles versus Colts, remember I just said the Colt, the Eagles cannot stop the running game. But with that being said, I'm still going with the Eagles. Jets versus Pats, give me the Patriots. Commanders versus the Texans, give me the Commanders. They, they, they play really well, they play really well behind Haneke. Rams versus Saints, give me the Saints. Browns versus the Bills, the Bills will bounce back. Panthers versus the Ravens. I know I'm a Panthers fan, so I'm definitely going to rock with us this week. Even though I have purple on right now, I do do believe we will get the upset. Let's go, Panthers. Lions versus Giants. Give me the Giants. Saquon Barkley's at another level. Raiders versus Broncos. Whoo! Let's go Raiders, man. Cowboys versus Vikings. Uh, The Vikings have put on an excellent showing. They, They really have shown that they are... Worthy of a top two spot right now in the National Football League. And they can do everything pretty good. So I'm going the Vikings in this matchup. Bengals versus Steelers. Ooh, it's going to be it's gonna be a good one, but I'm going to go with the Bengals. Chiefs versus Chargers. Let me go Chiefs. 49ers versus Cardinals Monday night. Let's go 49ers. So let's go ahead and reveal my top ten. Coming in at number ten of Joshua's Proximity NFL hierarchy, the Dallas Cowboys. This team, they they can get after the quarterback. They were up 14 against the Green Bay Packers. Offensive coordinators, if you're up, just run the football. No need to continue to throw the football when you already have the league. Number 10, Dallas Cowboys. Number 9, New York Jets. The Jets, off of a bye week, I don't have too much to say about them. They're, they're, they're stout. They can play football. Number nine, the Jets. Number eight, the Baltimore Ravens. Also coming off of a bye week. If they lose this week to the Carolina Panthers, there is no more talk about Lamar MVP. I do think if they lose this week, he will fill it in his pockets when having contract negotiations. At number eight, the Baltimore Ravens. Number seven, the New York Football Giants. His team can run the ball well. Saquon Barkley's leading the league in rushing. Daniel Jones can run the ball. They're not asking him to do too much. They're just playing solid defense and running the football. Number seven, the New York Giants. Number six, the San Francisco 49ers. A tough Sunday night football game to watch. Fell asleep on it. Been falling asleep on a lot of these games at nighttime. Uh, maybe I'm just getting old. Number six, the 49ers. Number five, Buffalo Bills. For everything that I stated, they're only six and three. Still a very good football team. They were up big against the Minnesota Vikings. Josh Allen just has to play better. They got to close these games out. Number five, the Buffalo Bills. Number four, the Philadelphia Eagles. I told you guys that the the Eagles were jaded. I said the same thing about the Vikings, but they proved me wrong. The schedule was easy, cannot stop the run. They don't have really exceptional linebacker play in the middle of the field. Number four, the Philadelphia Eagles. Number three, Kansas City Chiefs. I don't – they they had the front runner for MVP right now, but I do believe the Dolphins are playing a little bit better than them right now. Juju Smith-Schuster is hurt. I don't know exactly what I'm going to get from them offensively right now, but they still have Mahomes at the quarterback. So number three, Kansas City Chiefs. Number two, the Miami Dolphins. This team is well they can run the ball well. They play great defense. Christian Wilkins looking like a top 5 defensive tackle right now. Tyreek Hill, offensive offensive player of the year, front runner him and Justin Jefferson. Um Tua Tagovailoa is in that MVP talks right now, my second quarterback in MVP talks. Number 2 the Minnesota uh number 2 Miami Dolphins and number 1 the Minnesota Vikings. Team is 7-1, 8-1 right now. You come back against a Super Bowl front runner, down 27-10. They're coached really well, can run the football well. Justin Jefferson is a superstar, number one the Minnesota Vikings. 10 Cowboys, 9 Jets, 8 the Ravens, 7 Giants, 6 the 49ers, 5 the Bills, 4 the Eagles, 3 the Chiefs, number 2 the Dolphins, and the number one new team, Minnesota Vikings, and without further ado, baby, that's how we do this episode, man. Everything's short right now, <laughs> man. I'm just, uh, I'm just grateful just for this, man. Another stepping stone. About to get in my career field real, real soon. Please, please stay tuned. Love you guys. Joshua proximity. We out.